last thing we're going to look at today is how we can use dashboard with data link and expression. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be creating parameters in dashboard. We're going to be creating a timer to control the time in our score bug. And we're going to be creating uh, two more integer parameters for our scores for our home and away teams. So the first thing we need to do is create those parameters in dashboard. So I'm going to hit control G and enter my panel builder edit mode. And I'm going to go to the bottom and create a new timer. So once I select that button, that's created um, this new window for us. And this is how we can create new timers. So I'm going to give this a clock timer ID of clock. And next I'm going to select the display type. And for this uh, example, I only want minutes and seconds. So I'm going to choose the second option. And I'm going to change the start time to be 20 minutes and I'm going to leave the stop time at zero so my clock is counting down. Uh, the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to enable the start automatic checkbox, uh, but we're going to change that a little bit later on. So I'm going to hit commit changes and we can see that that's created that new clock timer for us. So I can hit done and we're done. Uh, we're all done creating our timer. So the next thing we need to do is create uh, some type of label so that we can see that timer uh, the value of that timer on our panel. So the way we're going to do that is by going to the parameters tab and selecting the label component. So I'm going to drag this underneath my bug online and offline buttons and I'm going to create a new parameter and we're going to use the timer value clock that we just created. The last thing I need to do is give this parameter a name because this is one of the values that's going to be uh, pushed to the data link server and uh, finally into expression. So again, I'm going to name this clock. I'm going to choose a display type, uh, the clock timer display. So we can see that once I hit OK, that's created that label for us, showing us the value of that clock timer that we just created. So the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to position this clock timer. Again, that's by selecting the select and drag tool and double clicking on that component. I'm going to go to the position style attributes tab and I'm going to position this button. It's going to be 270 from the top, zero from the right, a width of 960 and a height of 135. And lastly I'm going to apply that style that we just created. So I'm going to change that defined style from the timer label to the my style preset that we created. Awesome. So now we've created that uh, timer parameter and we've created a label so we can see that value on our panel. And the next thing we need to do is create some control buttons to start, stop, and reset that timer. So I'm going to hit control G and enter panel builder edit mode. And I'm going to create a new table. So again, that's under the grids and table section. I'm going to create a table. So for this table, I'm going to drop three buttons into it. So I'm going to use uh, three columns, one row, and I'm going to have dashboard fill that in with buttons for. So we can see that that's created that table, it's created our buttons, um, and now we can start defining the tasks of each of those buttons. So I've selected the select and drag tool and I'm going to select the first button in my table. And the task for this button is going to be to start the timer. So the first thing I'm going to do is name this button start. And then I'm going to add a task to this button. And I can do that by going to the bottom to the add section. Um, and this time I'm going to go to the timer control tab. 
At the top here, we only have a couple options. The first one is to select the timer that we want to be affecting. We only have the one that we've created. And the next thing is select the action. And I want this button to start the timer. So I'm going to leave that one as is. So I'm going to hit apply and you can see that that's applied the task to my button and it's giving my button a name. Um, so next I'm going to go and apply a task to my second button. So I've selected the second button in my table. I'm going to name this reset and this one is going to reset that timer. Um, so again, I'm going to add a task, go to the timer control, select our timer and select the reset timer action. And I can, I can hit apply changes and that's given my button the name and the task that I want. Um, at last, we go to the last button in that table and we're going to make this one a stop button. So I've named that button stop and again I'm going to add a task from the timer control tab. I'm going to select the clock timer that I've created and this one is going to stop the timer. So I can hit OK and apply and close, and now we can test out our buttons. Um, so I'm going to hit the stop button, and you can see that the timer has stopped. I will hit the reset button, and that'll bring us back to 20 minutes. And if I hit the start button, that will start our timer counting down. Now, so the next thing we're going to do is we're going to position and style this table. So I've entered panel builder mode by hitting Control G. I have my select and drag tool selected. I'm going to select my first button. I'm going to go to the Style tab, I'm going to select My Style, and I'm going to give this one a background color of green. I'm going to do the same thing for my Reset button. I'm going to go to the Style tab, select my defined style, and we'll give this one a background color of pink. Lastly, we will restyle our Stop button. So it can be red. We can hit apply and close and that's styled our buttons and lastly we just need to position that table. Um, so again I'll enter uh, my component editor, grab that table component and position this to where I need this to be on my panel. So this is going to be 405 from the top, 0 from the right, a width of 960 and a height of 135. So I can hit apply and close and now we have our first uh, set of scorebar controls, our clock control. So the next thing we're going to do is we're going to create those parameters that are going to be defining our home score and our away score. So I'm going to enter panel builder edit mode by hitting control G and I'm going to go to the parameters button at the bottom. So this is going to open up our parameter edit mode, um, and this is going to show us all of the different parameters that we have uh, defined in our panel right now. And the only one that we have defined is that clock timer that we created. So I'm going to add a new timer, and I'm going to name this home. And I'm going to give this an object ID of home as well, because this is what's going to be pushing that information to dashboard or to data link. If an object doesn't have an object ID, it's not going to be pushing those values um, to our data link server. So the type, of, uh, the type of parameter that I'm going to be creating is an integer, and I'm doing that because we're going to be using numbers. I'm going to give an initial value of double zero and commit those changes, and we can see that that's created that parameter for us in our list of parameters. 
So I'm going to do the same thing for the away team. I'll give that a name of away, an object ID of away. It is an integer type and it is a value of zero. And we can see that that's created that in our list as well. So the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to create a table for the bottom right portion of my panel. Um, and what's going to be in that table is two labels letting me know the away and home columns. There's going to be three buttons to increment the value of the score. And there's going to be a label showing us what the value of the score is. So let's take a look at how we can do that. So the first thing I'm going to do is go to the grid and table section, grab my table component, and drag that into the open section of my panel. And of course we have the options to configure our table, and I want to have five rows with two columns. Now because I'm not using buttons for this entire table, I'm going to leave this fill with buttons option disabled. So once I hit OK, we can see that that's created my table and has created those 10 drop spots for me. So these are drop spots that I can drop any component into and that'll resize into my table. So the first thing I'm going to do is grab a label and drop it in the top left um, section of my table. And this is going to be called Away. I'm going to center align this text and hit OK. And I'm going to create another label for the home score. And again, that will be center aligned. Now, so the next thing we need to do is we need to create some kind of label that's going to display the value of these parameters. So the way we can do that is by going to our parameters section and creating a parameter label. So again, I'm going to drop that in the drop spot underneath my away column. And I'm going to use an existing parameter. And I'm going to use the label display type. And you can see that that's created that label for us, and that's showing us the value of that parameter. Um, so I'm going to do the same thing for the home score. Existing parameter, home, label, OK. Um, and the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to create some buttons to increment the value of these parameters. So I'm going to select my button component, and I'm going to drop that into the first um, of my three away drop spots. And I'm going to name this away plus one. Next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to add a task to this button, and I'm going to add a data modification task. So that's the bottom tab of our task editor. And this gives us the option to increment the values of our parameters. So the first thing we have to do is select the parameter that we want to be affecting. In this case, that's the away parameter. And we want to be choosing the option to increment or decrement the value. And this time, we're going to be incrementing by one. So I can hit OK, and that's the only task that I need to add button. So I'm going to create some more buttons here for the home plus one. Again, I'm going to add a task from the data modification tab. I'm going to select my parameter, and I'm going to increment that by a value of one. So I'm going to create some more to increment the value by two and by three. So this next button will be away plus two. Add a task from the data modification section. Select the correct parameter, and this time we will be incrementing by a value of two. We'll do the same thing for the home plus two. 
again, data modification tab, select the correct parameter, and increment by the value you wish. Again, this one will be away plus three, and lastly, home plus three. Data modification tab, select the correct parameter and the correct value of implementation. Uh, so the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to position and style this table of buttons and labels. Uh, so I've selected my select and drag tool. I'm going to select anywhere in my table, grab my table component, and I'm going to position this 540 from the top, 0 from the right, a width of 960, and a height of 537. Um, and lastly, I'm going to go style all of the labels and buttons. So I selected my first label, I'm going to go to the Style tab, select my style, hit Apply Changes, and I'm going to move to the second label. Again, I'm going to select my style that we created. Keep moving down our list here, selecting the correct style, hitting apply changes, and moving on to the next component in our table. So that's my away plus one button, my home plus one button. So I've finished styling my buttons, I can hit apply and close, and we can see that that table has now been restyled um, with the defined style that we've applied. Uh, so next let's test out the buttons that we've created to see if those are actually incrementing the parameters correctly. Which they are. So the last thing we need to do is we need to link these parameters to expression somehow. And the way we're going to do that is by using expression data. So I'm going to uh, exit dashboard now, I'm going to hit shift F11, get out of panel builder edit mode. So I'm going to minimize dashboard and I'm going to open up the expression data link server. And we're going to configure a dashboard data link source. The way we can do that is by adding a new data source. And we're going to be looking for the dashboard data link source, which provides access to data from a dashboard server. So I can hit OK and that's going to open up our dashboard link configuration. And what we need to do here is put in the host address of the dashboard server. Um, so for my case, this is localhost. And we're going to be using port 2222, so we don't need to change anything there. So I'm going to hit OK, and I'm going to rename this source to be dashboard. Um, and if I hit the browse button, we're going to see all of the parameters that we've created in that dashboard panel uh, that we can now use in expression. So I'm going to hit OK and I'm going to close my data link server and I'm going to open up expression. And the first thing I need to do is add that data link server to our expression project. And the way I'm going to do that is by going to this shield underneath our layout, uh, which is going to open up our data link manager. So right now we don't have any data link servers in our project, so we're going to need to add uh, our local data link server. 
the way we can do that is by hitting the add button and selecting uh, a host address for a data link server. And in this case, it's localhost, and I'm going to rename this my DL server. So once I hit OK, we're going to see all of the data link sources that I have configured in my data link server. And the dashboard one is the only one I have configured, so this is working perfectly right now. So I can close my data link manager, and we can start linking uh, those parameters to our score button. So I'm working from the sequence side of expression. I found my score bug seeing that I want to be uh, data linking to those dashboard parameters. And the first thing I'm going to do is select my clock text object. And I'm going to move from a static data source to a data link source. I'm going to grab our dashboard data source and I'm going to browse through the information that we have um, being streamed from dashboard. And since I have the clock text object selected, what I'm looking for is the clock value. You can see that once I hit OK, that's updated in our preview window um, with our dashboard parameter clock. So the next thing we need to do is we need to assign our home and away parameters to the home and away text objects and expression. I'm going to do that the same way. I'm going to navigate to my score bug scene. I'm going to grab the away score number text object, and I'm going to change the data source from static to data link. I'm going to look through my data link sources. I'm going to choose my dashboard data source. I'm going to browse through the information and I'm going to select the home or sorry, the away value. And again, once that um, connection has been made, we can see that the preview window in my expression sequencer is updated as well. Um, so lastly, we're going to use the home. I'm going to change that data source from a static data source to a data link source. Again, we're going to select our dashboard source and select the home value. So we can see that we've created some parameters and dashboards that are now linked to our scene and expression. So we're going to jump back to dashboard now. We're going to see um, how we can control that scene from dashboard. So we have a preview right now of our score bug that we've just uh, configured to work with our dashboard parameters. So let's take a look if those are working. I'm first going to reset the clock and you can see that that's reset our clock. I'm going to start our clock and you can see that our preview is being updated every time that information is changed. Um, and the next thing we can do is play around with our score parameters. And you can see that as I select those buttons, it's incrementing the value of that parameter and it's changing the score in our expression scene. So just a quick recap of what we looked at today. We first created a uh, blank self-contained dashboard panel. We then configured an expression desktop preview client. We then created some buttons to take specific scenes online and take specific scenes offline. We've created some control buttons to be able to move through our sequencer and some buttons to take those specific scenes offline and online. Um, and lastly, we've created some parameters to control our score bug. So we created a clock widget that is controlling the time in our score bug, and we created two integer parameters to deal with the scoring for our home and away teams.